Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, down to clown. Wow. What's this about? I just want people to know that if they're out there clowning uh-huh. and think that, hey, this could use another guy. Your boy got jokes. Give me a call. Okay. No, I don't, I don't know if it's joke related. It's just like hanging out. Oh, so it's just, I will make jokes if we're hanging out. But just you, like have some fun. You got jokes? I do, but that's not. I don't want that to be the only reason you invite me to clown. Well, I invited you to clown specifically because <laughs> I heard your boy got jokes. Yeah, he does. But I also have like a lot of like fun opinions and like I, listening skills too. I, I mean, to like be I'm a fair, good listener. I also Jesse. I'm a great listener. Jesse, <laughs> hold on. I want everyone to know that I'm a great listener. <laughs> I heard that you stay clowning. Yeah. <laughs> that you steady clowning. Sure. I mean, that's my. But then I kind also heard that your boy stage. got jokes. Yes, again, but I don't want that to be like the only reason you, you know, call me when you're clowning. Uh-huh. I can listen to other people clown. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Like I, if, like, the group. I, I mean, here's what I think I, I can read the room. Right. I think I'm very good at reading the room. Sure. If. You know, people invite me out. Everyone's clowning. Mm-hmm. I can let someone else be the focus like and, like, you, support them. Like if you got invited out by Mark Curry. For instance. And Mark Curry was, I, Yeah, I mean, if, Mark if Curry I was, was hanging with Mr. Cooper. And Mark Curry was clowning. Mm-hmm. Like, he, let's say he's really on a rip <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm not, about to, I'm not about to steal focus from Mark Curry. Like, he's doing some of his really epic stuff. Sure. About showing up at Warriors games a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and then you would support him. Yeah. Or John Leguizamo. Let's say you were out with John Leguizamo. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll stop you there. I'm not going to clown with John Leguizamo. You're not clowning with John Leguizamo? Nah, What's man. Did you pro- see that Spawn movie? It was terrible. <laughs> I'm holding a grudge because of the Spawn Did movie. John Leguizamo play Spawn? He played a clown in the Spawn movie. Oh. So, you know. <laughs> was he a Super Mario Brothers? He was. He was Luigi. Yeah. Bob Hoskins was Mario. I'll tell you Fun what. Fun fact, Bob Hoskins shot for a few weeks on the movie and didn't know it was based on a video game. <laughs> no. He just thought it was a crazy movie. <laughs> Off microphone, our guest, who insisted he wants to lean into the microphone the yeah. entire time. A uh, great friend of Jordan Jesse Go, a uh, popular stand-up comedian and actor. True. Uh the a man who's wearing a, a contemporary version of a Sally Jesse Raphael eye, eyeglass. A blue. Uh, in a pale blue. Bluish. Certainly. Not a bright red, as Sally Powder blue. herself would mm-hmm. wear. Yeah. A handsome pair of eyeglasses. Thank that you. really suits him, I think. Steve Agee. Hello. Okay, Steve. When you first said yeah. uh, Mark Curry, for some reason I was picturing the the D, the VJ from MTV, was his name Adam Curry? Oh, yeah, yeah sure. The, the podfather. Mm-hmm. That's the man who, I, who invented podcasting. No, is that true? Well, he arguably sort of, he arguably invented podcasts. Really, I didn't he know that. In, I was picturing a nice chicken curry. He lives right, sure. And I just couldn't picture Jordan clowning with Mark Curry <laughs> or Adam Curry. Well, I could see, I could see him on the Daily Source Code, his podcast from two thousand four, <laughs> out of his home in Copenhagen or something like that. Really, I know nothing Amsterdam, about Amsterdam. Maybe, mm. yeah, because hair's short now. 
Oh, that's too I didn't, bad. What's funny? Is, I don't know who this guy. I mean, I I, I know that was, as a VJ. He's a blonde name, rocker. Yeah, long and, blonde hair. Yeah, and his he was like the original like Headbangers Ball guy or something like that. <laughs> Maybe one of those things. He's one of the original VJs. Yeah, from with like Martha Quinn and, and JJ Jackson from the Matt Pinfield era. Pre, or is that too late? Pre Pinfield. Pre Pinfield. Wow, that's our era. Sure, we're talking about Ag's era. Okay. Yeah. Ag, what are you? Sixty-two. Forty-six. <laughs> not far off. Yeah. So, well, according go. to that uh, app that tells you how old you look, yeah, I am 62. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually... If, I did it, that and just got a picture of a goldfish. <laughs> I think if you wear glasses in that app, because that was really popular yeah. for like four days, if you wear glasses, it automatically ages you like 30 years. Yeah. So there's that. I'm sorry that you feel. I'm sorry that it seems to have really struck a. I got one that was like 92 years old. I'm sorry that Chinese virus app was mean to you. (laughs) (laughs) What was that one? That was the same time. There was the. uh, Oh, there was also this was yeah boy. I feel like I feel like apps have little weekends now where like everybody's (laughs) doing the app for the weekend and then nobody gives a fuck on Monday. So yeah, there was. How old am I? And then there was My Idol. My Idol. Which turned you into a... Jordan told me to put that on my phone. The goddamn thing's in Chinese. We're sitting (laughs) in an airport. Jordan's like, you got to download this this cartoon version of yourself (laughs) app. I downloaded it. It's in a language I neither... It's not even in a language... Jesus Christ, how xenophobic can you get, Jesse? <laughs> it's not Sorry even you don't want to experience language. other cultures and the viruses they're injecting into your phone. It's not even a language the characters of which I recognize. That's no. the main <laughs> issue. Well, that's I remember everyone. French, it's Korean. I don't it's... speak French, but I could puzzle it out. Sure. I could pick up a few cognates. Yeah. There's letters in French. There's <laughs> <laughs> not French symbols. letters, not just pictures of words. No. Oh, okay. We speaking of China. We got an email from China. The country? <laughs> China wow. at China.com. From Dong Someone, someone re- <laughs> representing the Me at China.com. <laughs> Come on. Hey guys. Red Dragon sixty nine. Oh, okay. At China.com. AOL. Okay, here is here is the email we got. Now mm-hmm. uh Steve, I know you listen to the podcast from time to time, but just to refresh your memory, we had a very successful pledge drive a a couple months ago, and Mm -hmm. we have agreed to purchase a boat on Craigslist, (laughs) row out to the middle of MacArthur Park Lake, and do a special donors podcast from the middle of MacArthur Park Lake. Can you launch your own boat in MacArthur? We're not sure. We're not sure. I think the. The premise is that no one will stop us. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of a donut. Like a don't wooden tell. boat or like a blow-up boat? <laughs> well, we haven't gotten that far. I mean, for one thing— We're just going to tie a bunch of real dolls together. <laughs> it turns out— See what happens. That wooden boats are shockingly expensive. Mm-hmm. Even busted-ass ones. I yeah. figured we could get a busted-ass one that was good for one like trip. Like a canoe. Yeah, like a, like a broke-ass canoe. I thought 250 bucks would buy us the sure. kind of boat that would otherwise be used to maybe make a coffee table. You know what I think? <laughs> I bet, boy, I bet canoe prices have skyrocketed. I bet fucking Wait, tech what? guys yeah. are buying old canoes, putting them well, in their offices. Nick o- I think Nick Offerman made canoes yeah. relevant yeah. and expensive again. Yeah, yeah, with his digital versatile disc yep. about make, how to make your own canoe yeah. using stripped woods. I strips. bet if you went we to— were, We were two years too late to get a cheap canoe. Yeah. I bet if you went to Salton Sea, because every time I've been out there, there's just discarded boats like <laughs> Wait, out in the that? middle of— Where's that? It's past Palm Springs, and 
You go out past like Coachella and then okay. south towards Mexico. Sure. There's this high giant. Desert. Would this count as the high desert? No, this is still low desert. There's okay. this giant lake that I think in the but 20s. But you were high, right? <laughs> I've been high every time I've gone there. <laughs> right. But in like the 20s or 30s, maybe 40s, they tried to make this a destination. They made this lake because they wanted to compete with Palm Springs. Sure. And uh, they built all these hotels and resorts, not realizing that when it would rain, all the runoff from, like, the cattle ranches and stuff up on the hill would just run all the fucking poop water down into this lake. And it is unlivable now. <laughs> if you go there, it's the worst smelling lake you've ever been to. It's There's is... not sand. It's bones. Fish <laughs> wow. bones. I read a New Yorker article about this, and I I don't remember if this was the exact phrase they used or whether it's just something I created to sort of conjure the images Mm -hmm. that were coming up in my head. But poison country? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Why? The only fish that lives in there are tilapia, and the the shores are just bones, like – Chipped bones of tilapia. <laughs> it's crazy. It looks beautiful. It's like Heathcliff's been there. It looks beautiful in a post-apocalyptic kind of way. Um, but there's all these rundown hotels, and, and there's um, just there's like bars that are the kind of bars like f- that bar that Pee Wee does mm-hmm. the tequila dance mm-hmm. in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, big yes, sir. Like just with like. Like in the New Yorker article that I read, there was a big like they interviewed this local barkeep, and uh, on weekends he played. She was the lead singer in a rockabilly band, but she's like 70. Yeah. You know, like she's yeah. been singing. She's never stopped singing rockabilly music <sighs> since 1959. Steve, why it's did like you Mos Eisley. Why did you go there? Or why do you go there? I don't know if it's a regular thing. Well, I have just a fondness for the desert. I've been going out there. And, you know, I grew <clears throat> up out here in Southern California. I used to go rock climbing Joshua Tree a lot. And I just love the desert. So I went to the Salton Sea once and was like horrified but also <laughs> you know I take photographs so I was like this is it's a great place to yeah, take photos sounds cinematic um, but yeah so I mean that's that's why I went out there was just to check it out and I've only been like two or three times so you think if we were looking for a boat I think you could definitely find there's a probably boat just, just one on the side of the road to the, throw a man's bones out of it but. would the boat give us asthma that's my concern <laughs> <laughs> you probably yeah. Mm. Okay, so so we've agreed to f- buy a boat on Craigslist and launch it into the water. As to whether it's legal, unclear. Um, there is a boat launch. And, so probably you can do it. And one time I saw a guy flying one of those water jet packs, like in Eastbound and Down. No way. But I think that Disgusting. was for a commercial shoot. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, there are There are fish in there. There's a lot of fish and turtles in there. Yeah, I remember and one guns. podcast you talking about actually seeing them dumping fish in the. Yeah, they they shoot fish in there. Um, so it's so horrible. I'm. You but you're going to launch a boat and do what with it? Sink it? No, we're going to drive it out to the middle and sink it. Use it as a as a platform, like a pirate radio station. Ooh, no laws apply once you're 20 feet from shore. I've I heard believe that. is the yeah, rule. I've heard that. I thought so, was, yeah, we're going to set up a I casino. It was three miles. By the way, <laughs> no. uh, we're probably feet. looking at different charts, Steve. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm looking at a star chart yeah. that has my name on it. That my mommy bought me a star. <laughs> You're looking at an Andy Dick guide to sailing. <laughs> you do whatever you want, 20 feet off the shore. <laughs> Andy that, Dick's guide is, to where to get fucked up. Is that Andy Dick's excuse? 
Yes. He's in 20 feet offshore all these yeah. years. Yeah. I, you know, I haven't, I, in my time, you know, hanging around comedy stuff in LA, I have, I have not seen nor been molested, molested by, by Andy Dick. Wow. It's sort of lonely. Yeah. It's a lonely life to have never been molested by Andy Dick. I feel, I feel ugly. Yeah. I feel uh, undesirable. Well, you, you're still young. You still have time. <laughs> That's true. Steve, were you at Max FunCon the year, and we're going to get back to this email I got from China in a second, but were you at Max <laughs> FunCon the year that the uh, Upright Citizens Brigade, Brigade guys were there doing ASCAT, and, you know, they'll, they they often like to ask a question at the top of the show. Oh, like I know exactly what you're question. talking about. Yeah. And their polling question was, uh, how which which will be more, the number of people who've, who've been... Who've ridden an elephant. Yeah. Or been... Uh, sexually assaulted. Is it sexually assaulted or just Andy well, Dick has made it advances? Runs, like, it runs the gamut. Andy has made it, yeah. advances at you. Sure. Yeah, but like been yeah sexually put groped, upon in some groped, way, groped, touched, like in a inappropriate way. I wasn't at that Max FunCon, but I've done monologues at ASCAT and witnessed. Yeah, and Andy Dick shocked. won. There was three people who had been touched by Andy Dick out of the two hundred fifty people at <laughs> uh, Max FunCon, none of whom even lived in Los Angeles. Oh my God, that's crazy! And it was like one was sorry, South by Southwest, one was just walking down the street in Boston or something, <laughs> and like he like came and touched their butt or something. One was at the Salton Sea, <laughs> yeah. and two he people. just emerged from a pile of fish bones. I'm also shocked at the number of people who've ridden elephants. Yeah. When I was there, it was like, Steve, how many people here do you think have ridden elephants? I'm like, 250 people? Maybe one. Right. And they're like, raise your hand, and it was like 10 people. I think you could do it at various, like, zoos. Yeah. Certain zoos, zoos circuses, yeah. vacations. Like low, zoos with low standards for the animals. <laughs> sure, yeah. Cruel <laughs> zoos. Yeah. Cruel zoos. <laughs> <laughs> like, basically your blackfish type situation. Yeah. <laughs> Blackaderms. Says elephants and blackaderms. Guys, blackaderms. <laughs> uh, next year on ABC. <laughs> Battle of the network. ABC thinks that's what made Blackish a success. Yeah. Having the word black in the title. Oh. Okay. Was it a success? Yeah. yeah. It was a reasonable oh, okay. success. I think Good. one of the few uh, hit comedies of this season, yeah. which does not I have many. I haven't seen it, but by all accounts, a very good show, too. Good. I, I really enjoyed it. I watched a bunch of Fresh Off the Boat, uh, its companion program. Yeah. Uh, when uh, Randall Park and uh, uh, Nanchatka Khan were on the show, the creator yeah. of the show. Randall's and a good friend of mine. Yeah, this is a funny show. It's a good guy, yeah. Really funny show. He and Constance Wu are both hilarious on that show. They're yeah. really great. Randall and I did a horror movie that comes out this Tuesday, by the way. Oh. Congratulations. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Well, it's called... Um, it's called Sultan Sea Vacation. Amigo Undead. Uh-huh. <laughs> Randall and I play brothers. <laughs> I love it already. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm allowed Randall to say Park about it. Randall is a Korean-American gentleman. Sure. Yeah, he played Kim Jong Un, and Steve uh, Steve Agee is a European American gentleman. So it's unlikely Very. that they'd be brothers. Well, yeah, he was. He's my adopted brother. Got it. In the movie, yeah. and uh, I mean, don't spoil anything that'll get people mad at you. But but I think it, it'll be out on on demand and iTunes and everything this uh, Tuesday, the second. Do you going to tell us like what ha- what's the premise? Well, the premise is. It's my birthday and we go camping. By the way, do you like that I like just got angry at you for insufficiently plugging? Hey, dick. <laughs> more plugs. More plugs. The premise is we're camping um, out in the desert and I have like 
a Mexican worker who's always with me because I have this property and he's building stuff for me. And he accidentally chokes to death. And while we're trying to move his body, uh, one of my friends who has a gun <laughs> falls out of his holster. And the gun shoots his already dead body. But we panic thinking we can't take him to a hospital. <laughs> they think we shot him. And so we bury him out in the hills. <laughs> And he keeps coming back. <laughs> oh. That's hilarious. It's a horror comedy. It's really funny. Yeah. Okay, here's the letter I got from Let's China. Let's hear China, what China has to say. Now, when I say I, my, in, in California, they have what's called uh, community property laws. That means that when you're married, all of your possessions also belong to your spouse and mm-hmm. vice versa. So while this technically was sent to my wife's email address, I like to think that I received it. Okay. Sure. Um, it's from sales, uh, from my friends at Dragon Marine. And the subject is inflatable boat. Ooh. I think our question's being answered. Yeah, I like where this is going. And here's the thing. They know my wife's name. So either someone was doing some research. There's someone in China listening to podcasts to see if anyone mentions needing to buy a boat. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> then looking up their spouse's name. <laughs> it's like, well. <laughs> in a New York Times wedding announcement from 2009. <laughs> and then. Old Jimmy Yen in Beijing with his fucking yeah. inflatable boat. <laughs> just okay. scouring the internet. <laughs> Dear Teresa, This is the most efficient way to do this. Yeah. Dear Teresa Thorne, I wonder if you still need boat and outboard. We're the boat factory. <laughs> the products, colon. That's all. There's no periods there. Mm-hmm. That's just one fucking thing. They're just laying it on you. I wonder if you still need boat and outboard, comma. We are the boat factory, comma, which is also a great Devo album. Mm-hmm. And we are the boat factory. <laughs> That's your new T-shirt. Every time I come on here, last time Yo, it was you gotta get, short. Yeah, we got to get a T-shirt this out time of time it's the boat factory. <laughs> we are the boat we factory. We are the boat factory. By the way, we have a new T-shirt right now. It's the Summer Boy T-shirt. I Summer Boy T-shirts, very limited edition, mm-hmm. on sale right now in the Max Fun Store, but will be done in one week. <laughs> oh, man. One week from the release of this podcast. They will I'll be gone one. forever and uh, selling like hotcakes right now. Did you see all the Summer cake, Summer Boy tweets? No, I haven't seen the Summer Boy tweets. A lot tweets. of fun Summer Boy tweets. One question that came up is, can women wear Summer Boy tees? The answer is yes, and there are women's shirts available. Great. Are yeah. they fitted shirts or are they? They're uh... like a lady style, you know, like a short a cap sleeve and a, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Okay. We are the boat. F- I think it should be we are boat factory. But it says. You just have are... throngs of like, well, this doesn't really make sense, but I guess you could have like a throng of <laughs> boats, like with their fists raised, like they're the like, like gung, honorable like proletariat. Ho, like gung ho. Yeah. If somebody's got a really good design for a we are the boat factory t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna. Sure. I'm not gonna turn it away. It yeah. should look like Chinese propaganda. There, yeah, sure. Like that style mm-hmm. of yeah. Like okay. one boat in its fist is holding like a stalk of wheat, <laughs> and it's got and one. Of one those, is holding like a hammer. One of those big Mao mustaches. Yeah, these boats have hands too. We're just way. putting it out there. Yeah, I have no idea what a Mao mustache is. You're not thinking of I, Lenin? No, no. I did Mao uh, have a famous? Are mustache? you thinking of Stalin? No, I think. Some of our propaganda had uh, so you're this was saying Japanese that whatever though, not design Chinese. comes in, it should be racist. Well, absolutely, it yeah. Incorporate. Yes. We're America, dude. Yeah. It should be right. definitely be racist. No, do not design a racist. <laughs> you can design it based on historical 
you know, Communist Party propaganda, but don't do It should look just like it shouldn't look what's his name from Breakfast at Tiffany's. (laughs) (laughs) Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Also, the boats don't make the boats cartoonish. They should be realistic. We are boat factory. Please no long duck dong (laughs) themed. T-shirts, not where's acceptable. My, where is my automobile? Yeah. No. Also, the shirt factory. should, if you press a button, make a gong noise. Okay. <laughs> if you press a button. Like on the shirt, like a shirt. I button. wonder <laughs> if you still need boat and outboard, comma. Mm-hmm. We are the boat factory, comma. Mm-hmm. The products, colon. Boats. Mm-hmm. Inflatable <laughs> boat, rib boat, aluminum rib boat, sailboat, surfboard, kayak. New models of foldable boat. Wow. That is bolded foldable. and italicized. Then in parentheses, do you need updated list? Yep. Yeah, my list is <laughs> way out of date. Yeah, it stops my at foldable fo- boat. My foldable <laughs> boat list just has like, it's got folded in quarters boat. <laughs> it's <got laughs> box fold boat. I don't trust a foldable boat. Outboard motors, four-stroke, two-stroke, short shaft, short shaft, long shaft. I'm going to need a long shaft, yeah, huh, guys? Well. Going to need a longer shaft. <laughs> Manual starter, electric starter. Please inform if you need boat, outboard, photo, and price. Have a nice day, Cynthia. Did you ask for a price and photo? I really want to see a foldable boat. Yeah, we should really should. Yeah. With for, an outboard. And I would like to know the price. Yeah. Were you thinking of an outboard? Do they have motored boats out on that lake? I figured we would probably. I don't think I've ever seen any boat out on the lake. Buy an oar. Yeah. And just paddle our way yes. out there. Or like a gondola. Or, yeah, we could pole it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bet it's not that deep. Like, just like I used to do on the River Thames. <laughs> you did, huh? Yeah, I was a. Was a gondolier? Eel fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> How was business on the Thames? <laughs> the Thames business was spectacular. <laughs> wow. And then the 20th century came. <laughs> and I really struggled after yeah, that. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, how that, you know how that is, Steve. I do, yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. We say all the horrible things about having kids, so you don't have to. And you can come across as the magical vessel, Pinterest perfect parent society wants you to be. One Bad Mother. Because this is hard and nobody gives a Check us out on iTunes and MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, down to clown. Steve Agee, one out of five dentists recommended. <laughs> one out of five. I'm the other guy. The other four recommend <laughs> Crest. Yep. One out of five oddly recommends comedian Steve Agee. <laughs> sure, brush with Steve. I don't Rub give him a on shit. your teeth. <laughs> I'm going to die soon. <laughs> uh, uh, can I – we mentioned the – uh, the genre of music rockabilly earlier. Yeah, I got a sure. haircut today from a man whose aesthetic I would call rockabilly, rockabilly or maybe psychobilly. Psychobilly. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know if you guys have noticed my uh, I have an Jordan. abnormally long spit curl. <laughs> you do, have yeah. It's he like left a me with a real, a real Johnny kinda... Depp from Crybaby. Yeah, a little I can see extra tough. I can see you with a Jerry Lee you Lewis. Should grease it up a little bit. Oil Maybe I will up. grease it up a little. Get a little pomade or something. What was the name of your barber? Was it the Reverend Horton? <laughs> <laughs> it was Jesus. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Reverend I mean, you got to figure Heath. the Reverend Horton Heat. That's what he's up to these yeah, days. That's true. It's a person, by Slim the way. Slim Jim not Phantom the from uh, the Street. Man, I've cats. seen Reverend Horton Heat. He he can still pack him out. Really? Yeah. And the guy who playing who playing the bass will set the bass on fire while he's playing it. No, oh, that's fun. The Rev puts on a great show. Is not the bad. Reverend Horton Heat a person? It is. Yeah, it's a guy. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the, just the name of a band. I think he is. He calls himself like the Rev. Oh, it's two other guys. I bet that's fun, right? That's a blast. So there's only three guys. It's three guys, yeah. yeah they're good. Well, I like them. What are we talking about? Two guitars and a no. Uh, the rep plays guitar, yeah, drummer, and then there's a big upright bass, which gets set on fire at a certain point. Yeah, got it. That's Real fun. fun. What's the sometimes we'll have a little for, brass section come out. We have a monitor here in the studio now. It's because we record international waters in this studio, and uh, uh, that way they, we can show people the skypes of the people in gotcha. another country. Gotcha. Cool. Also, our friend Guy Branham. Hosts uh, Pop Rocket from New York these days because he's working on Billy on the Street. Oh, nice! And so the other Pop Rock Pop Rocket panelists gather around the monitor, like it was uh, uh, like it a was fireside uh, chat. FDR, and it was a fireside chat. I was trying to come up with the initials FDR because I kept wanting to say. First, I want to say who did whistle? JFK. Who did whistle stop tours? Hoover. Might have been Hoover. That Hoover. makes sense. God damn it, Colin! Rip. Get on this. You're just sitting there scratching your shoulder like an asshole. You should be <laughs> typing whistle stop tours into that computer right in front of you. A lot of a lot of them. Who was did. the first? Who was the king of the whistle stop? Mm, I'm gonna say Taft. Taft. I'm gonna Taft say Taft. The and the only reason William Randolph this, Taft. <laughs> the only reason I'm saying Taft is because Colin just told us it was Taft. Yeah. yeah. I could see Taft getting around there, who's a large man. Sure. Probably had a hard less, time. Less walking. Yes. That train takes you everywhere. I don't yeah. know why I would have said Hoover. He was much later in the yeah, country's he development. On, he he could have taken a plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Is this anything that Hoover <laughs> Dental Dam? <laughs> Let's think. Is that anything? <laughs> uh, I love any sentence that starts off, is this something? Is this something? You hear that a lot yeah. from comedians. Is this something? <laughs> is this a thing? <laughs> I th- yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I guess you could do some sort of like sketch or something on like the lesser, you know, the lesser innovations from the New Deal. Right. It's like, oh, well, you know, we all know about, you know, the roads and the bridges and the, you know, beautiful black and white photography of Hoovervilles. But, you know, did you know he also branched out into, you know, Prophylactic. So the, type I- is you, prophylactic. so the idea here, and is I know it doesn't maybe, prevent pregnancy. You get what I'm saying. Fucking maybe asshole. maybe Hoover thought he could save the economy. Yeah. with dental dams. Sure, put people That's to work. Why he got you get uh, some migrant farmers out there picking peaches for five cents a box, and you say, "Hey, come down to the latex <laughs> factory." A lot of people help some ladies. A lot of people think <laughs> that Roosevelt created the Works Progress Administration, mm-hmm. but actually, the WPA was created by Hoover to make dental dams. Sure. It's true. And later transitioned into uh, building, you know, public infrastructure projects yep, when, when Roosevelt true. was later elected. Mm-hmm. I think, and, and, you know, 
probably Munchin Box back then was a lot more unsanitary because of the dust yeah. bowl. Yeah. Right. <laughs> sure. It was below the dust sure. up the ladies' skirts. Yeah. And I mean, then, there you was know. More, there, were, there was more than one dust bowl at the time, if you know what I'm talking about. Hey, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's called my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real dust bowl. Your hardly, other T-shirts could be the Hoover. <laughs> Hoover Dental Dams could be another one of your T-shirts. Man, so many great T-shirt ideas coming out of this episode. And the dust bowl boxes. Man, we I, should. We should I just... like we are the boat company. <laughs> we are the boat factory. We are the boat it's factory. Good. God, I can. Really we should have people chant it. We're at some all point. the boat factory. Yeah, if you do, think I about bet, it. Yeah, I bet I could get. I bet I could get everybody to chant that at Max FunCon. Sure, you can get anybody to chant any goddamn thing. Yeah, everybody's so on the same page. You know, oh, people love chanting. <laughs> so will it chant. really <laughs> fucking great. addicting. You just the other day. Um, I was with some friends on an island, and we, we were chanting, kill the pigs, what albums slit did her you throat, bring? spill yeah. her blood. What albums did you bring to the island? Sucks to your ass, Mark. <laughs> From that great 70s hardcore band. <laughs> we're having fun on Jordan yeah. Jesse Go. How are things going with you, pal? Oh, good. I mean, I'm just kind of, you know... Working on this spit curl. Sure. Thinking about what to do with it. Get a real Christopher Reeve situation going yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, this is a recent haircut, so I mean, you know, I got to give it a couple days, a couple washes to see how it's really going to look. I think it looks a little silly right now, though. It does. Yeah. yeah but I like it. I don't think so. I, I think, think it's fun. It's yeah. cool. I think it's fun. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever like, cut your hair really short on the sides and, like, left it a little long on the top and, like, had, like, a real greaser hairdo? <laughs> no, uh-uh. I've, ne- I've never had any kind of, like, purposeful hairdo. I just go in and say, like, you know. To take an inch off all around. Do something. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, you, could you know, I think Jesus. Why don't you just get a Floby? <laughs> I could get a Floby. I wonder if they're, yeah. <laughs> Are those fun. still around, do you think? Yeah. You can probably find them. Maybe after something I had to eBay, probably. Yeah. Yeah, or Craigslist. Craigslist, sure. You get a Although it's probably something different on Craigslist. Asking for a Floby. M for FB. Yeah. Man for Floby. You're going to get a letter from China about Floby. Oh, yeah. yeah. We are Floby. <laughs> we. We, we are, are the, the Floby, Floby factory. factory. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I uh, uh, I had uh, I had a great little adventure this weekend. You know, it was my birthday about a month ago. Mm-hmm. You probably don't know that, Steve. You don't really keep track of your friends like that. Uh, not unless we're friends on Facebook. Would I have known that? And uh, my wife arranged for our babysitter to come and stay with our kids for twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh, we went and got a hotel room, a fancy hotel room downtown, and uh, went on an architectural walking tour. Oh, this nice. is the kind of thing I do when I'm when I'm free of those goddamn kids. <laughs> yeah, really cut loose. Did you go to the Bradbury Building? I did go to the Bradbury Building. It was fucking great. Yeah, I'd never really been cool. before. It's really cool. The Bradbury Building is a building in downtown Los Angeles that uh, people might remember from Blade Runner, especially. It's yep. the most famous thing, although it's been in a number of things. I think yep. somebody said maybe it was in 90, uh, 99 Days of Summer. 500 Days of Summer. <laughs> I wouldn't know that, but maybe. A lot of things are in 500 Days of yeah, Summer. Yeah, that's definitely like definitely like whatever neighborhood you're in in L.A., when you see a cool building, it was probably in 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they really rule. went through the list. Yeah. Crossing them out a with building a big a day. marker. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, uh, uh, I was going to, let's see, I went on this walking tour. Mm-hmm. Nice lady named Eve, I want to say was her name, or Etta, who knows. <laughs> Just something. She had a real old lady name. She was very spunky. <laughs> sure. 
We were talking a, about a woman who would be giving a walking architecture tour. Right. And she was talking about uh she was talking about uh leading school groups and how she doesn't know anything about children. <laughs> so she doesn't know what they're gonna like and not like. Um and sconces. <laughs> and I, she and she's like crown molding buttresses ah babies <laughs> and she says and she says to me you know she goes i mean they don't a lot of those kids they don't even want to be there you know they sure. maybe a couple of them do but most of them don't and i'm like yeah but i mean it's better than school. Exactly. They're getting a day off of school. <laughs> yeah, like everyone there is stoked not to be at school. Yep. No matter what – because she's telling me how polite they usually are. I'm like, yeah, because they're fucking over the moon that they're not at school, which is the worst. Mm. School is horrible. And I didn't say that. No. But I did say, I mean, come on. Nobody actually likes school. <laughs> and she was real Nobody quiet. Nobody cares about what you do, lady. She was just real getting quiet. out of school. She was real quiet for a second, and she goes, well, I mean, I'm one of those folks who liked school. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that's why you're leading walking tours now, ma'am. Good for you. You found your joy. I think if you grow up to be like a smart, bookish person, you retcon your memories of school. Really? To like it. Yeah. I mean, I don't doubt that someone, like, enjoyed the story of Island of the Blue Dolphin or something. Right. But, like, you know. I mean, or, like, I, parts clearly of I liked reading Lord of the Flies enough to constantly say sucks to your ass, Mark. Sure. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. I think, oh, I think uh, yeah. I think, I think when you grow up and you get some distance from it, like, if you've made your life about, you know, being a, a smarty pants. Jordan, you're saying this to someone who literally has his own NPR show. <laughs> yeah. I remember that school sucked balls. Sure. Not you because you're so enlightened and self-aware, but I think others would. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I think so. Any excuse to get out of school. Yeah. That's where it's at. I liked reading books, but not the ones they told me to read. They tell you what books to read. Kids would much- love jury duty. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, know. I go to school, got jury I know, I, duty. I, I we got to get kids on juries. I remember. Why aren't there any kids on juries? <laughs> I definitely remember like. Wait, will it be an adult or a children's trial? <laughs> <laughs> you have to try other children. It's a kid's court, if you will. Yeah. Can we get Andy Kindler in there? <laughs> I definitely remember like, like a time in school where I was like. Yeah, I'm like book guy. I'm a guy who reads books and like reading like of mice and men mm-hmm. in like the back of the bus and like I'm like man, why don't they assign us great books like this? Like no, that's just fucking something they would assign you in school. Yeah. So I think like when you're a kid and you do that additional reading, like you're like, Ugh, why am I the only one who has it figured out? Am I the only one who knows about Kurt Vonnegut? Like no, you're not. Like that's something you will be assigned later. And besides, your dad told you about that. <laughs> yeah, sure. So at least one other person knows yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it, she was such a nice lady. We had a great time. Sure. Went to the Bradbury building. Yeah, I don't mean to slag off that kind of lady. As far as kinds of old ladies, that's like tops. Yeah, she was really cool. She was a spunky 65-year-old lady. What else did you see? Did you go into any theaters? There's a lot well, of there was no theaters. Th- there was no theaters on this particular mm-hmm. tour. Went into some beautiful Art Deco buildings. Got to see some gorgeous Deco interiors. Nice. I had brought my camera along with me, as you do when you get away with it, get away from the kids, mm-hmm. get a chance to yeah. do some photography on walking tours. Hells yeah. You know what the fuck I do. <laughs> Steve, you know what the fuck I do. Shit, yeah, you, you clown. Know. You straight clown on these tours. <laughs> I stay clowning. Yeah. Jordan, I stay fucking clowning. Dudes was in stitches. Yeah. How many, how many other, was this a private walking tour or did you have other, did you have? So here's what happened. Mm-hmm. 
It's they they figure there's they didn't get the list. Normally there's a list, so they didn't get the list. So they're just taking names at the door. They send away maybe a group of maybe fifteen or sixteen people for that the many first people. set. Wow. Hey, these LA LA Conservancy tours very popular. I recommend them very highly. Did you go on Angel's second. flight? No, because it's not running. But that was on the tour. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I don't. I, or do you want me to give you the whole itinerary? Yes. And go mm-hmm. No. No. I, sure. I I just think there's a lot of cool buildings and stuff down uh, downtown. Downtown Los Angeles is cool mm. as shit. Yeah. Downtown there's also Los Angeles is fucking. There's also cool as shit. a series of tunnels down underground that people, a lot of people don't know about. Oh, we went For into, like gangsters and stuff? We went into this apartment building no, like, that used to be a subway terminal. Mm-hmm. Apparently there was one subway in Los Angeles and there was a subway terminal and she said when I first started to do these tours in the late 80s, it was before this got converted into a nice building and before downtown was anything other than like a terrifying wasteland. And she's like, and so the security guard would just open up a door and let us go down into the subway station. <laughs> Holy shit. Like the derelict subway station that no one had been in in 50 years. Yeah, with the mole people. Yeah, just mole Who can people see in the there. dark. <laughs> you got Big it. guys. You got it. There's a building directly across Wilshire that faces the park that, that – uh, we shot something for the Sarah Silverman program in, and you would recognize the big stairwell or the big staircase in the lobby from like it was in the Steve Perry O'Sherry video. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot it's of in things. Everything. I saw it the other day in Top in uh, not Top Gun in uh, uh, what's the gun with Leslie? What's the movie with <laughs> Leslie gun. Nielsen? Naked Gun. Naked Gun. Thank yeah, you. it's in there. But they have the security guard there led us downstairs and you can go way down underground there's like an underground pool it's empty now yeah, but they this... shot a Jay-Z video down there yeah. that I saw oh man that place is so neat yeah. they shoot a lot of you work you're, you work often on that television show New Girl and they shoot a lot of New Girl there mm-hmm. lots yeah. of they're there once a month shooting New Girl yeah. I'd say yeah okay let's let's get off the subject and talk about Ooh. who was boats? on my tour sure. so oh. 16 people <laughs> back to boats 16 people go off in the first group and it's just me and Teresa waiting Eventually, this other couple comes. Well, first of all, the woman says, I guess it's just us. We might as well leave. This other couple comes. Like, well, I guess it's just the four (laughs) of us. I'm like, cool, four-person tour. Sounds fun. I had this moment. I was taking a haunted tour in Portland where I thought I was going to be the only guy on a haunted tour. Uh I'm like, ooh, man, this will be extra haunted. Then some other people came. Uh, Anyway. Were were they ghosts? Wait, I mean, no, I have this picture of all of us here. I'll show it to you, but... Oh my God! It's I'm the only you. one in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I just need to enlarge it. I actually took oh, out my God. phone for that bit. <laughs> they were tiny really people. Did. Yeah, they were tiny people. Yeah. You also did a two finger swipe. Yeah. to enlarge when you enlarged. Yeah, I just really wanted to sell it in case this monitor is for some reason hooked up. Then this family of Russian people came. Ugh. Just like, kidding. <laughs> like eight of them, Yuck. and they they had signed up for some other tour but had missed it. And so they were in our tour, and it was – my wife and I were spent 20 minutes trying to figure out what this group of people were up to. They lived in Los Angeles. Up to. <laughs> up to. What we came up with was we were pretty Scheming. sure there were really like eight of them. That's not hyperbolic. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, Do Russians classically have big families? I don't know. I feel like they do. A... It's very cold there. I know that. Sure. Well, let's go with I that. I had a friend who lived in Russia for a while, and she uh, – she had this apartment in St. Petersburg with no heat. Oh. And so she said, she told me the only way that she could get to sleep at night, the, literally, this is not being hyperbolic or anything, 
but in the winter, because she was there for a winter, was she put on all of the clothes she owned at once and then drank until she passed out. Fuck <laughs> that. Anyway. That's, that's grim. I, right? So anyway, uh, this family, I think maybe the dad was kind of into it and maybe it was like a birthday or Father's Day present to him. Right. Mm-hmm. There was one person who seemed mostly engaged and then like seven other people who were sort of coming and going, drifting in and out. Uh, the dad was also the only member of the group who ha- was culturally assim- assimilated enough not to look like a weird foreigner. You know, like everyone else is wearing like orange Lecoq sportif backpacks or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone's wearing like hats that say G-Star Raw and whatever, you know? And like, and the dad looked like he was like convincingly an assimilated immigrant. I mean, like, he didn't look like a native-born sure. man, but, like, he looked like he belonged in America. He just came up to you and said, USA, baseball, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> bang, bang. And they're yeah. just these people passing in and out, like, coming in and out mm-hmm. of the tour, like, leaving and then reappearing. And this is a tour that's over 10, 12, 15 blocks, so I don't mm. know how they even made it back. Yeah. These teenage girls that were, it was very strange. That part of it was very unusual. But it was a it was a good time. Did that? Did they end? To, did they? Did you end the tour with their whole family, or were some people gone by the end? Some people left by okay. the end, but then they reappeared at the very end. Oh, okay. Mm. So well, that's good. I would be worried if you like, know they gradually lost people and there was less of them at the end. Out of the eight people, I would say at least five passed in or out once, just appeared or disappeared mm. one time. Were they annoying? Were they loud? No. It was just weird. It was weird because they were they were like not annoying or loud, mm-hmm. but they were like actively disengaged sometimes. Right. Like sometimes they would just be there standing there like they were taking the tour but they're just going to each other and or like looking at their phones. Or, like, talking on the phone but not being loud. Yeah. It was such a weird combination of them being helpful and not helpful. Right. Like, part of it and not part of it. That was the right. – if they had just been loud and rude, it would have made perfect sense. Yeah. You're just like, oh, these are people that don't want to be here. They hate this. Yeah. But the fact that they were this weird combination – or even if they were, like, quote, mousy. Yeah. You know, the kind of, like, I have to be here so I'm going to be polite. Mm-hmm. It was the weird in-betweenness of it that made me uncomfortable. Anyway, we went to the Bradbury building. <laughs> went a cool out, building. Went out to dinner, had an amuse-bouche. What's that? Amuse-bouche is like you're in a fancy restaurant. They bring you something just to amuse your bouche. Sure. A random Am bouche. Am I missing on, something? Steve, you're in show business. <laughs> amuse-bouche. Don't, don't you ever go to a, like a really fancy restaurant with your agent or something? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, so what They'll do you They'll bring you like get... a little shot glass of, you know, squash soup or something. Yeah, mine it was like a it was like a mint pea drink that was with some panna cotta mm-hmm. and uh, and it had a little bit of um, spice a little bit of spiciness too. <laughs> I couldn't be more confused. <laughs> and it came in a little shot glass. Yeah, and the panna cotta was in the bottom, and they gave you a little special spoon. And they said swirl it around and then eat it with a little spoon. Is it alcohol? 
It a, no, it's like a, a soup. It's like something you, you don't order that the chef sends like over like before the appetizer. Yeah. That yeah, it's just fishy like to me. it's like he's just got something going on. <laughs> oh, so like, you yeah, oh yeah, you wake up in the chef's house afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> the chef right. has had his way with oh, this. Oh, and makes the sense. chef is Andy Dick. Yeah, chef, uh, yeah, executive chef Andy Dick. <laughs> okay, this all makes sense. How's man. everything tonight, guys? Yeah, oh, we came over to the table. Yeah. I went to uh, I was on news radio, he says. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know. Um I, uh, I, the last amuse bouche I had is I went to Spago recently. Oh, after... really? When you say recently, do you mean 1987? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I would just, I see, uh, I Spago went to Spago two weeks ago. It's in Beverly Hills. Okay. And I feel like Spago is just one of those things that I've always used as a punchline. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's the legendary we... show business restaurant of the 80s, especially. Sure. It's yeah. the Mike Ovitz of restaurants. Yeah, exactly. Like, yes. But, Thanks yeah. for clarifying that reference with an even more inside baseball <laughs> reference. <laughs> Mike Ovitz was – he was the big agent, you know, yeah. back in like the 80s. It's the restaurant that you would see in like L.A. Story or The Player. Sure. Yeah, exactly. When you need to like make fun of like agents or something like right. that. That's where they would be. It used to be on Sunset. Oh, I don't know where it used to be. Yeah. It used to be right next to the old Tower Records, which is also oh. gone. Yeah. Um, I went and it was kind of like a joke. I was like like <laughs> like talking with a friend about like where to go and the friend's kind of a foodie and we was like, Well, I mean, if we're gonna have a nice meal, might as well be Spago, ha 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 ha. And then it kinda of turned into like Let's go to yeah, Spago. let's go to Spago. I've like I've never been like I only know it as a punchline, like where you would go to do blow. And we went and it was great. I, I there's not a lot more to say about it other than it was goddamn delicious, but it was. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. How does Jordan Morris dress to go to Spago? Ooh, What's the dress that's a expectation? Good Comic book T-shirts acceptable at Spago? Ah, <laughs> yeah, boy. Uh, to be fair, cool-looking <laughs> comic book store T-shirts. No, Jesse. Not- During the weekdays when I go to work, I have collared shirts. I don't have right. Oh, sure, boy. you have collared shirts on this show. I want to be clear. <sighs> I'm not. Jordan doesn't dress like a super slob. <laughs> But you also don't dress like an like are people in there in black suits? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you know, uh, people were like, you know, just kind of, you know, um, yeah, shirts, ties. No one looked exceptionally douchey. There was one guy who looked like he could be or just wanted to look like he was in LMFAO. <laughs> but that was like as bad as it got. Yeah, it was kind of a it was kind of a nice bunch. I think our the you know, our hostess had a Were you there when I saw the guy from LMFAO? <laughs> yeah, at the airport. With... That was the same airport. Trip. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, I thought that was like a fever dream. We were at an airport, <laughs> and this wait, so that guy looks like he might as well be the guy from LMFAO. Yeah, and then and he's was. like at this Starbucks, and somebody goes up to him and says, "Are you the guy from LMFAO?" And he goes, "Yeah, I am." And they take a picture together. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I mean, of course. So he's just that. Yeah, yeah, that's his life. So yeah, it was not as it was not as cartoonish as I wanted it to be. It was just a nice restaurant What'd that was eat? good. Seeing the guy from LMFAO was exactly as cartoonish as you would want. Oh, to yeah. Be. yeah. Just yeah. to clarify, Spago not as. Yeah, it's made me like I was like, oh boy, this needs to be a funnier experience. Should I go up to this one guy and just see if he wants to do blow in the bathroom? I bet he does. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Let's see. See if he see if he wants to put avocado on a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought like that. Sh- I thought it would just be Wolfgang Puck shit too, but uh, it wasn't. It was uh, so yeah, a moose bouche, a uh, little uh, shot ga- glass of swash soup, very nice. Uh, Let's see. I think the starter you, you do it in courses, so it was like a grilled cherry salad, which was great. It's a fun. Mm, that sounds nice. Yeah, and sounds, wor- sounds labor intensive. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess that's why you get it at Spago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
And then uh, for, let's see, what else did we have? We had some sort of asparagus-y salad that came next, which was real good. Um, and then I think for the main course, we had like a um, – Grilled cheese. <laughs> grilled cheese. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yes. With avocado. A, yeah. Yes, a selection of Artisanal fine hot pockets. grilled cheese. The chef comes over and explains the hot pockets. This one is turkey. This one is pepperoni. It's like a Ritz cracker. Uh, <laughs> do you think if they good run, cracker. Do you think if they run out of something, they just they just run over to the airport and get something, grab something from the I, I know. Yeah, exactly. Session. Like, oh, and your – yeah. Here is your Cobb salad. It's been pre-shaken in its plastic container uh, for yeah. you. Here is your California Pizza Kitchen barbecue Thai barbecue yeah. pizza pizza from the Frozen Isle. <laughs> Yuck. Um, yeah. So um, uh, yeah, and then let's see. Our, our main course was a oh god, some tiny bird, pheasant. Oh, quail. Quail. There you go. It was real nice. And uh, I knew uh. the sommelier who sent over a uh, little cookie platter afterwards. Ooh, the sommelier has mm, access yeah. to cookies too. Oh huh? yeah, not just wine. My friend Emily used to work at a really fancy restaurant in L.A. She ran the cheese cart. We got all the cheese we could eat. Ooh, she just come yum. over with a cheese cart, pretend that we were buying it, and <sighs> just feed us different cheeses. <laughs> Fuck. It was great. I used to work. I was a waiter at a really expensive high-end restaurant in like the mid-'90s here in L.A. It was over in West Hollywood off of like Melrose near like Robertson called Casbah. Mm-hmm. And they had the best corn chowder. I never – you never hear about corn chowder. <laughs> yeah. No, and no. I've every, had a great corn chowder too. I still think about it. Oh, my God. Every time I would go in there, I before my shift, I would eat corn chowder. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen corn chowder on a menu anywhere else. Did you have access to chowder? Did you have legal chowder access? Or was yeah, it- yeah. It was okay to have the corn chowder. As okay. long as you could – you scooped it into your cupped hands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They just had a tap that you had to put your mouth underneath. So good. A fountain of chowder. They didn't want you to soil the Ooh. soil the linens. That was a horrible job. Really? Oh, you just didn't, the worst did, customers. Did the restaurant industry lifestyle agree with you? No. Like do, doing cocaine. I mean, I guess it was doing fine. Doing cocaine with everyone else at four o'clock in the morning isn't that the main thing? <laughs> it was fine. I guess it was just dick customers. <laughs> Everyone I everyone I ever meet that has worked at a fancy restaurant in a big in L.A., New York, Chicago, San Francisco, like that, the main activity seems to be just at four o'clock in the morning. Everyone does blow and fucks each other. <laughs> it seems to be like the number one thing that goes on. Good old days. You know who's the nicest customer at that restaurant was Cato uh, Kalen. Really? <laughs> it was like ninety five, ninety six. Speaking of yeah, so this speaking was of Pete the Kalen. Yeah. nicest. Customer, big I tipper, ever dealt with. I don't remember. Tip, yeah. He was with a big group of people, but he was so fucking nice. Yeah. What constituted a nice a nice interaction with a Cato Kalen? He says this, this is a really lovely chowder. Thank you a lot. You know, if you, it was a big table, so you couldn't always reach over. He'd get up and get the plate from you, and he was just really fucking nice and accommodating and good guy. Good guy. I was trying to figure out uh, this restaurant, this fancy restaurant that I went in, that I went to with my wife last night. It's in the bottom of the Walt Disney Concert Hall, de- designed by Frank Gehry. It's sort of a uh, yeah. a lovely monstrosity. Is probably the best way to describe it. It's odd. Yeah, it is. Doesn't fit with anything. Uh, <laughs> overlooks a giant parking lot. Uh, a lot it of weird. Would be like, like really it. beautiful in a space. City. It looks like a mistake. Yeah. Like if you were, if it was in some sort of like domed city. 
on Mars. One thing about Frank Gehry buildings they don't tell you is it looks real weird next to regular buildings. (laughs) (laughs) You put that in a context of regular buildings, you're like, what is this weird fucking thing? What is this, a Kentucky Fried Chicken? It looks like a mistake that they're like, oh, actually, okay. Yeah, I think sure. we got lucky the way everything fell together. Let's just leave it. This was a nice uh, – this was a restaurant where – I. this has been – I. it had not occurred to me how long it had been. I may never even have been in a restaurant where the wait staff wore a coat and tie, mm. uh, which is unheard of. I mean everybody was wearing a suit. And uh, uh, our waiter – well, we had one waiter and then a new waiter got subbed in. And the new waiter had his bottom button on his coat jacket buttoned. Oops. And I couldn't figure out how I could tell him without being a dick. I, it's a classic – it's the classic menswear blogger's dilemma. <laughs> you, tell, you tell the host. It's the same thing when somebody has the label still on the sleeve of their coat. Yeah. You're like, oh, you can take that off. That's for taking off. You just get a seam ripper and take it right off. Yeah. You don't leave it on there. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. I, what I wanted, I had the scheme. The scheme in my head was he was going to tell me something complicated about one of our dishes, mm-hmm. which he was doing throughout the evening, and uh, then I was going to say, you know, uh, my profession. In your profession, you tell you give people <laughs> useful information about dishes. What they might be ignorant of, as I am completely ignorant of your area of expertise. However, in a similar spirit of helpfulness my area of expertise suggests that the bottom button of a single breasted coat should never be buttoned mm-hmm. I couldn't well I'm quite. glad you didn't think twice about giving me shit for my t-shirt Jordan. you're so thoughtful you of didn't. this random I wasn't giving you any shit about it Jordan by the way what did you wear I was did sincerely you curious yeah. did you tell us what you wore no that's okay uh, I've just been I've been really I do not. I, I just really hate the uh, Jordan dresses like a slob joke that recurs on this show. Jordan, do, you don't dress to... like a slob, but you've. Oh, you typically must love it when I come in. Casually. You huh? must love it when I come in to take some of the <laughs> no, weight no. off your shoulders. Yeah. Anyway, Steve talk. does kind of dress like a slob. I definitely dress like a slob. Nice glasses, though. Thanks. No. Fitbit. Stolen and anyway, I mean, Fitbit, you're very yeah. castable, Steve, hmm. for hey, that very reason. That's exactly why I stay this way. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It works. <laughs> it works. There we go. So I went out to dinner. My wife and I spent some time together. Stayed at the Standard Hotel downtown. Uh, they got this pool at the top of the Standard Hotel. Mm-hmm. We check. We're checking in, and the whole a whole pool. Like we brought swimsuits. You know, we're like we're gonna swim in this pool. You know, this is gonna be fun. We're gonna have a pool time. Nope. We're checking in. You know what this lady says to us? Don't go swimming. No, she's, <laughs> she asked if you had diarrhea in the Watch. past fourteen days. <laughs> Watch out for the runoff. Uh, she says, (laughs) we shouldn't have put the pool there. Um, she says, uh, we're having a day party, so you can get a wristband from, you can get a wristband from the bouncer by the valet. Like, what? Uh, That's not real. We don't really need a wristband from a a (laughs) bouncer to go to the hotel pool, do we? And we literally, we went up the the special escalator to the pool. It's on the roof, you know, Mm -hmm. got up there. Walked through the door. A bouncer said, where's your wristband? We said, we don't have one. He said, you got to go down to the bouncer by the valet to get one. And we're like, we were guests of the hotel. He says, you still need a wristband. And then we just like looked out at this the part, douches. the day party, mm-hmm. uh, heard the music, and literally just turned to our right, 
got into the elevator that was directly to our right and went back to the room, our, the floor our room was on. Yep. It was just done. No, sir. No, thank you. Yep, doesn't surprise me. It was disastrous. That part was a, a genuine disaster. The two grand disasters were that, and we tried to go to the Museum of Contemporary Art, which was closed. Why wouldn't it be Saturday afternoon? It's on a Saturday. That's crazy. Saturday afternoon. It's closed. It's, and a mean lady was mean to us about it. <laughs> just there's, just a, there's the woman there. Yeah, Is it normally berating anybody who would want to come like, in? lady chased us down and berated us to yell at us about the road being closed. We're like, okay. And she's like, fuck her. It's Yeah. Fuck that lady. Yeah. Come Is on. it normally closed on a Saturday? No. It was okay. just randomly closed on a fucking Saturday. <sighs> Museum of Contemporary Art, the Geffen, or David Geffen, you (laughs) failed us once again. Oh, you're a horrible Los Angeles area philanthropist. (laughs) Go back to Spago where you're relevant. Go back to the peak of your powers in 1991. Geffen would have been a Spago, yeah, patron back in the 80s and 90s. Geffen. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Bye. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Steve Agee, undercover lover. (laughs) Undercover lover. Or undercover brother. Jordan, we got something from from the movie Undercover Brother. (laughs) (laughs) Are they rebooting it with you instead of Eddie Griffin? (laughs) Yes, they are. Yay. Mike Ovitz got me the job. Eddie Griffin, they brought Ovitz brought Mike Eddie Griffin in. He said, Eddie, I got a question for you. We can both agree your time is over. Who stays clowning these days? <laughs> AG. Yeah. So get AG in here. AJ. Uh, what's up on the Jumbotron this week, Jordan? Hey, looks like Joel Kelly's debut novella, Scolding the Winds. Riley is alone. After being kicked out of her parents' house at 18, getting herself out of an abusive relationship, and finding comfort... Only in her vices. She has no one left to count on. And when her feelings for a colleague begin to grow, Riley wonders if love is the answer to life's problems or if it's just one more reason to pour another drink. Interested in religion, (laughs) love, or advertising? By scolding scolding the winds for five bucks at scolding scolding the winds. (laughs) God damn it. Take two. Can we can we get some advertisements from easier to pronounce books? <laughs> we are Boat Factory. Scoldingthewinds.com. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's easy. It's affordable. Maximumfund.org slash Jumbotron. We will share your message with the world, whether it's a happy birthday or it's true. an advertisement. If you're a real company, if you control a real company and you want to really sponsor Jordan Jesse Go. Let's make that shit happen. Email Teresa. We don't care at what it is, <laughs> your product that you're pushing. I will literally brass knuckles, ballistic missiles, yeah. children's cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm. Children's to sell. butt plugs. We'll do it. Yeah, let's go. Let's let's plug them up. <laughs> plug them up. That's the motto. I already sold two hundred for you just now with that great motto. It's plug not for the children's pleasure. It's just because they're using too many diapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah, relegate yeah. your child's poops to once a, or twice te- a day. They're technically they're not even a sexual aid. They're yeah. diaper control. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, diaper control yeah. material. Yeah. It's an investment. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse, Boy Detective. Steve Ag, Guy in the Room. Steve. <laughs> Steve, you. I wish I would add more warning about coming to do this today. I would have had better uh, monikers. You can, you know, you can keep the same nickname every time. Oh, really? You don't need to change it. Yeah, I think you're putting too much pressure on yourself. No, it's fun though. It's a fun, fun thing. <laughs> Continue. You could just be Steve Ag, lesbian from a bank commercial, like uh, glasses. Jesse, god damn like a you! Nice lesbian from a bank. I'll commercial yank like your fucking friend. beard right out of your chin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look, hold them down and they do shave look, them. They look really nice on you, Steve. Thanks. That's no joke. All right, thanks. Um, Steve, you saw that Summer Boy T-shirt, right? Oh, it was awesome. I hadn't seen it before, and I think it's amazing. Yeah, you got a week to order it, chumps. Hmm. Don't blow this. Go to maxfunstore.com. Because the leftovers that they don't sell go to third world countries. No, this is a special pre-order. This is not even, nothing's going to third world uh, countries. Oh, you should make yeah, a bunch. Just, if we don't sell them, we just burn them. Yeah. I mean, we they could potentially go to, you know, Nigeria See, or something. Say, we, we burn them because that. the ashes have great power. Sure. It should say, like, Summer Boy 2015 World Champions. <laughs> and oh, then yeah. the leftovers go <laughs> sure. to... Uh, it's, God damn it, the Cavs won. The Ca- Cleveland Cavaliers won. Uh, the do Summer de- Boys did not win. Do we defeat Summer Boy? <laughs> nope. That's wrong. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. When something momentous happens to you, like you gain the power of a thousand Summer Boys mm-hmm. by ingesting the ashes of their mm-hmm. leftover shirts. Mm-hmm. We ask you call us at 206-984-4FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. That number again, 206-984-4FUN. Put it in your telephone right now, 206-984-4FUN. Let's hear our first call. Hello, Jordan. Jesse Go. This is Chuck calling from Chicago. I just rode on an elevator with R. Kelly. Uh, <laughs> he was wearing a blue track suit with a blue uh, flat cap. Um his bodyguard was wearing a white T-shirt with large black letters that said, Happy Birthday! <laughs> very tense elevator ride. Thank you. <laughs> tense? It was a tense <laughs> elevator? Seems like you think they was... were also tense? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. That guy didn't sound like it, but he was a teenage girl. Sure. <laughs> so Please don't pee on Kelly was drinking was... a giant iced tea. His yeah. concern was serial sexual sure. assault. Unpunished serial mm-hmm. sexual assault. Yep. R. Kelly's a horrible human being. One of the worst. <laughs> right up there with the worst. Made some great records, though. <laughs> yeah. I was just listening to Happy People You Saved Me this morning. Beautiful. I don't know what that is. He says, this is R. Kelly. I'm your musical weatherman. And the time right now is love o'clock. Ugh. <laughs> Next, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, boy, I think if there's if there's just been one lesson of you know the past two or three years is that no matter what you buy, an evil man will get some money. Yeah, it is really hard mm. to keep your money away from evil men. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to buy a summer boy t-shirt. Yeah, sure. You know, we're good dudes. You're mm-hmm. not evil. We've never raped a single teenager. <laughs> 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 you know, I was listening to one of your recent podcasts. I think with Hodgman. And one of your callers, I was dying laughing so hard. One of the callers said his 
was his grandfather's favorite genre of yes. film was talking yes. dog movies. Talking dog movies. <laughs> yes. Fucking A, I almost crashed hey, my car. We're, uh, we're with you on that. That is one of the greatest things ever said. Yeah. <laughs> talking dog movies. And it's his grandfather. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, you, when you catch up, you'll hear the episode where that uh, that very listener came in as a guest on our program because we were excited. Oh, excited I remember. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. It's there a, you go. Yeah. Okay, let's take our first call. Second call. Second. Hi, Jordan and Jesse and Sunny D. This is Molly from North Carolina. My momentous occasion is that I just finished my last motherfucking chemotherapy session for breast cancer. Um, I listened since the beginning. I love you all. You kept me laughing through the bull- bullshittiest time of my life. And thank you for that. And I know it's a couple years late, but I'm sure we can all agree that I am more powerful than ever. Bye. Yeah, more powerful than sure. ever. Congratulations. Hey, how about here, from here on out, you keep it sleazy like Sunday morning. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know you've been through a great ordeal, but try and keep current with the slogans, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, my, one, of my, uh, one of my best friends, my friend Adam Katz, he got this kind of cancer where he had to get like uh, uh, some kind of laser radiation, mm-hmm. something, like a real localized radiation. So they had to like lock him down while they were doing it. Ugh, so he can't move. So he can't move. So he doesn't he doesn't accidentally like radiate his liver or whatever. And uh, it was a, for one thing, it was a very successful uh, round. It's, his treatments were very successful. He's doing very well. Good. Um, but Adam had to wear this special like nightmare mask that's <laughs> molded to the shape of his face. Fuck! Did he so get to keep it? So that he couldn't move his head. But the good news is he got to keep it. Oh, hey, so there's there a silver go. lining to every cloud. Anytime he needs to traumatize someone. Have you seen the mask? Oh yeah, it's, it's horrifying. <laughs> it's imagine like uh, Hannibal Lectery. No, you know that kind of metal fencing that's like small diamonds. Like uh, it, like chicken wire, mm, like but it's heavier than chicken wire, and it's not wrapped. It's like it's like uh, cast or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? It's like solid. It's not. It's not I like. Th- I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a. It's like a kind of. You could use it as a grating. Maybe it'd be better to call it a grating. Yeah. Just imagine that if you got it super hot and then melted it onto your face. <laughs> Fuck. So it re- it looks sort of like a hockey mask that goes down the entire side of your face, but made out of metal grid. Is it from when you're laying down? Like, could he still wear it if he's standing up? He could wear it, but he would have to come up with some sort of system to close the back of it, like the ma- like maybe the stretchy elastic things of a catcher's mask. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking wow. about? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it go- does go th- along the sides of his face as well. Jeez, it's like a creepy ghost. It's like a mechanical ghost. If you imagine a mechanical ghost, you know, you turn a the key. Mechanical hey, I wonder ghost. from you mean a robot. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder from this caller if you if if you when you have breast cancer and it you know and you beat it if you get to keep any weird hospital equipment maybe some sort of oh yeah I didn't strap. get to keep my appendix when they took I it out. I got my sorry. appendix out recently and I did not get to keep but it. You got either. your kidney stone. I do have a kidney <laughs> Which stone. we've all seen on Twitter. I do. It's very fun to look at on Twitter. I did get to keep my placenta. <laughs> <laughs> Your own. Yum. When you were born. Did you pickle it? Can I tell you something? We, Teresa and I, uh, you know, Teresa hosts, my, my beautiful wife hosts the show One Bad Mother on this network, which is extraordinarily successful, especially recently, really been growing by leaps and bounds, amazing Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And uh, she and Biz are working on this project to make uh, mom uh, achievement badges. 
Was that what they're called from the, from the Boy Scouts? Merit badges. Merit yeah. badges. Mom merit badges. <laughs> and we were trying. Mom to achievements out... would be like on Xbox. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and you would get trophies. Sure. Yeah. Ah, trophies. Trophies. trophies on PlayStation. Achievements on Xbox. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but there looks like a trophy, right? I've gotten them. I'm not trying to brag, but I've sure. gotten them for uh, John Madden Football 2008. <laughs> Good job. The, I'm trying to picture the. I haven't. I, I haven't played an Xbox in a while. Uh, really? Yeah. I have really? a, I'm, a picture I'm a, I'm a of a classic golden trophy, yeah. like a cup with the handles. Could be. I think that's what shows up. Okay. If I remember correctly, it might be a medal, but mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Anyway, she's working on that, and uh, the first one that she thought of was I did something with my placenta. <laughs> it's a picture of a placenta, and the description is uh, <laughs> ate it, planted it in a tree, told the hospital people to throw it away. I did something, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is a really good... Sure, yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. they can all be symbolic. Yeah. Including having the hospital person throw it away. I like that it's inclusive, too. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to make these fucking things. Do you think some, like... I don't want to, like, encourage any you know, kinds of behavior out there. But, you know, there could... What if, you know, your mom, you boil the placenta, you have the most amazing glass of placenta tea, and then you're hooked. Do you go placenta diving in the hospital behind the dumpster because you're chasing that first placenta high? Right, you got to... Is that a... Yeah. What about cats? You know how they always say cat moms eat their placenta. <laughs> what about sure. cats? Do you yeah. think they're in the hospital eating people placenta? Oh, could be. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to get a super intelligent race of cats out there. Or do you think the hospital maybe has an orange grove where each tree has been planted with a discarded <clears throat> placenta and has grown in more powerful and beautiful mm-hmm. and is a symbol of how much people don't want their placentas? <laughs> it's possible, especially out in Loma Linda. Yeah. You know... Almost all mammals eat their placentas mm. because they're constantly on the verge of death from who, who lack doesn't? of calories. Humans, what are the other what are the other decadent mammals who can afford not to eat their placentas? Blackfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, Anglerfish. Got, Should they just eat their trainers? Blackfish eat trainers, yeah. exactly. Two zero six nine eight four four fun is the number to put in your telephone. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey everyone, we're the Flophouse, one of the newest additions to the Maximum Fun Podcasting Network. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. And I'm Elliot Kalin. What is the Flophouse, you may very well ask? We watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. A bad movie podcast? Isn't that like every fifth podcast on the internet? I'd answer that by saying, one, we've been doing this show for over seven years, long before the entire premise of our show was a cliche, and two, shut up. Sick burn. I'd say that our show is more of a comedy podcast, a podcast about words that sound like other words, a podcast about me singing long, irritating songs like this one, a podcast about pitches for a Ziggy comic book movie, or discussions about sex tarps. Yeah, I mean, mostly it's a show about three friends just hanging out and talking about ding-dongs. That's mostly used to. Wait, what? So if you like any of those things, subscribe in iTunes today or visit MaximumFun.org to follow the show. The Flophouse! Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne. 
typically more casually dressed even than Jordan <laughs> on weekends. I'm wearing shorts today. Jordan's wearing a long pant, so don't get any ideas. Thank you. I feel like I should be able to wear a T-shirt to my own podcast. Wait, is this your nickname, or are you adding on? Yes, to my this nickname? is. Yeah, yeah. This is including. Yes, <laughs> got it. So my nickname is like a dialogue. Sure. Would you say it's a uh, Socratian dialogue? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which philosopher's dialogues would you say it most resembles, or do you think it's just that one button on Tumblr? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Conversations. <laughs> okay, Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart, as usual. More shabbily dressed than Jordan, who doesn't dress particularly shabbily. To put it in perspective. Yeah. Just to let you guys know where I'm coming from. You were wearing like... a tuxedo. <laughs> I was. I was wearing a tuxedo with Spago. You were wearing white tie and tails. Why I have to feel like I have to crack down so hard on this slob thing. Uh-huh. It's just because it, it dogs me. It follows me. It's like I, you know, I can not mention it for months on end, but it comes up. When I was on... Um, <clears throat> I was on at midnight a couple a uh, couple weeks ago, first time. You were great, mm-hmm. and I was preparing myself. Right. While I, you know, when I looked at Twitter for the first time, I'm preparing myself. I'm like, oh, okay, ugh. you know, it's yeah, gonna be, it's gonna be brutal. It's gonna be brutal. It's gonna be, yep, fat gay, yep, fat gay, yep, sure, gay gay, yep, fat fat. Fuck this right. guy. Yeah, fuck this guy. I've never heard of him. Where's Ron Funches? Bring back Funches. Right. This guy should be Funches, etc. Yep. Yep. Ron Funches is great in everything. Surprisingly, delightfully, nothing. All nice stuff. This is great. Are we going to talk about the person that insulted? This their is shirt? funny. One bow one bow tie guy said, "How can you go on TV dressed like this?" He wanted hashtag he to enlist hashtag me. Jesse Thorne. So is this your Jordan Jesse go so like, signed in? By the way, that would have been. Oh yeah, this can is I nickname. tell you what this guy said? Who's this, the, okay? This I don't remember the specific. I thing. remember it, it vividly. Been. Okay, he said, "How could you, Jesse, mm-hmm. let Jordan go on TV dressed like that?" I was offended not only on your behalf, mm-hmm. but also because. I recognized the shirt you were wearing mm-hmm. as one that I had thought was a really handsome shirt and complimented you on not one week before. I think it's a fine shirt. It was fine to wear on a fake game show on late night TV. It's a good shirt. <clears throat> Anyways, so my takeaway from that is like, oh, great. Uh, I'm, I'm being unanimously complimented except for some fucking bow tie guy telling me I look bad. Ugh. Anyway. Dude, whenever I do at midnight, I yeah. What's just your what's resign your sign <laughs> from the internet for twenty four hours? Yeah, lay down. I don't. It's exactly what you sure. what you were hoping not to get. Yeah, just fucking people. Fuck gay, gay. this guy. Why do you keep fucking having this guy? <laughs> that said, Jordan, for the first time in my life today, mm-hmm. and I am almost reticent to say this, not just because this show is long enough as it is, mm-hmm. but also because. I'm worried that it might encourage others. So mm-hmm. I'm going to preemptively say just because it worked this time doesn't mean you should ever, ever, ever not follow our rule of never saying that anyone looks like anyone unless oh. that other person oh, is famous for their attractiveness. Dude, can we please get into <laughs> My biggest pet peeve on Instagram is if you post a photo of yourself or mm-hmm. anybody else – 90% of the comments are just another person's name of who they think it looks like. Oh, God, yeah. 90%. Mm. It's fucking infuriating. And this is new, you know, you know, with uh, social yeah. social networking. This yeah, is, yeah. 
you'd post a photo in the past and hey, cool. Oh, where'd you get that? Sure, hoodie. Yeah. Now it's just like, oh, it fucking looks like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Never say anyone looks like anyone famous unless that person's famousness is in part based on how good looking they are. And it doesn't matter if you think that famous person is good looking, sure. but they're not famous for being good looking. Like. Jeff Goldblum or something. Sure. Like, sure, a lot of people think Jeff uh, Goldblum you know, I'd take is Goldblum. very good looking. I'd take Goldblum. I, but we're not trying to give anyway, out free sure. passes yes. here. No, no, Gordon. sorry. Jeff Goldblum is just an example of someone who many people think is attractive, but he's not famous for being attractive. Sure. The key here is the only time is acceptable is if they're famously good looking. So you can say somebody looks like Angelina Jolie or... Tyrese. Uh, Tyrese. But not like a bloated Angelina Jolie. That's <laughs> no, the kind of comments you get. It's like, yeah. yeah, it looks like a bloated Angelina Jolie. And I I will always delete those comments, especially when it's about like I post a photo of a friend. And sometimes people like will then repost the comment. I delete it. And then they'll reply with, why do you keep deleting my comment? Sure, yeah. Really? Because it's insulting. You're fucking Guy ins- I don't know. insulting my friend. Yeah. That having been said, so yes. that's the ground rules. Mm-hmm. And I don't want this to open any gates. And certainly when I open this box, I do not see myself as being a Pandora-like figure. Mm-hmm. However, a rant- More of a Spotify. Yeah, a guy- By the way, Jesse, you look like a handsome Brad Pitt today. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Like if Brad Pitt wasn't so, you know, Disgusting. ungainly. Yeah. A guy on Twitter sent us a picture that- I thought must be from a – it's apparently just from a clothing catalog. He can't remember where he got it, god damn it. But he sent us a picture that he, he tweeted to the world and at us and used our hashtag JJGo. A picture that said alternate universe Jesse and Jordan. Did you already see this? Jordan? I don't think oh, I've boy. seen this. Oh, <laughs> so, I'm guessing I'm going to love it. No, I. here's the thing. Not only do is, I think that he's right, mm-hmm. it does look like an alternate universe, Jordan and Jesse. I'm getting there. I okay. hope it's actually a photo of you guys. <laughs> but, like On Earth 2. They are two dudes in one picture that legitimately kind of look like us, are not ugly dudes. Mm-hmm. They're a little older than we are, probably 10 years older than, oh, than we are, I would say. And I I think this may literally be the first time in my life I've not been offended by someone saying something, comparing my looks to someone who yeah. isn't famous for yeah. good looking, yeah. for being good looking. Take see. a look. We're going to post this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, we're going to post this on Reddit or whatever. He's, he's right. Yeah. Uh, right? Doesn't that yeah, and does I don't, kind and of you know look what? like us? I don't I, hate it. I honestly don't hate it. Yeah, it is sort of amazing. It's some. Yeah, those are like our older brothers or something. Yeah, they're like our older brothers. That's exactly what they're like. They look really cool. (laughs) They look really cool. They're jacked. They both have big big arms. Their shirts are cool. Yeah, Yeah, they They look like they've seen some shit, Mm -hmm. like had some life experiences. But they legit, like, not only, it's like on the the first blush, I thought, well, it just looks like us because the one guy has curly hair and the other guy has has a a shaved head and a beard. But actually, they kind of even look like us in the face. Like they, they're not like spinning image, sure. but good enough for alternate universe. The okay. you guy, the guy who's supposed to be you, looks kind of like a Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. He's got that salt and pepper. You know what beard. he looks a little bit like is Matt Lauer. Looks like a little bit like a <laughs> like a big Matt Lauer. Yeah. Like a fat Matt Lauer. No, like Bul- a, a bulky Matt Lauer. Like a tall Matt Lauer. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I will put that. I'll put that on the Reddit. You know. Yeah. So if you got one of those, do not send it to us because it will not be received. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a weird fluke. So one time, a weird fluke. once in a lifetime experience. 
And I am a fan of Patton Oswalt's comedy. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Patton Oswalt's the greatest. If you want to say my sense of humor reminds you of Patton Oswalt, I'd yeah. love that. Great compliment. Yeah, that is a That's because all, Because Pat, what is Patton Oswalt famous for? Being hilarious. Sure. He's one of the funniest guys in the world. Yeah, sure. And he's not a, it's not even that he's a, uh, not a, a homely man. He's just not famous for being attractive. That's the standard here. The two I get yeah. m- almost exclusively. Can I guess? Robert yeah. Redford. <laughs> no. Mythbuster, Adam Savage. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad one. That's not a when I have one, fa- but at more the same time, But I think Adam Savage is a perfect example. Yeah. Adam Savage is a perfectly good looking dude. He's fine. But he's I'm not s- famous for being mm-hmm. good looking. And I'm and also so just weird. sick of hearing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Two dudes who are not famous for being good looking. Neither of them an ugly man, but yeah. not something you would want someone to say to and you. And everyone posting the comments thinks that they're the first person to think about. That's the thing is like, and you've heard it like a million times and you're like, okay, please stop. You're right. I am wearing a suit just like Paul F. Tompkins does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's just, I think there's just like a, what the internet breeds is just like a fatigue. It's a, yes, I know. Yes, I know. Thank you. And it's not, yeah, exactly. It's not that like the first time you get that comment, you're like, oh, fuck this. It's just, Weeks upon weeks upon weeks of this. It's like, yes. I'm going to make you. one more exception to this rule. It's a sort of, it's a, sort of a double exception. Mm-hmm. It's one point, but it has two subclauses. You can compare me to any kitten or puppy. <laughs> so if you want to no, say you shouldn't have said that you're, you're not just those wait. hairless ones Jesse Swain not those hairless just... ones not a shishwattle yeah. or whatever those hairless dogs are called you're gonna get a lot of hairless dogs or cats that people photoshop beards on <laughs> oh, here man. it comes here it comes by the okay. way you need a case for your phone Jesse no I don't Fuck that. I've never had a case. I've never broken a phone. You've never dropped that. F- they're so slippery. I drop it, but I've dropped it, but it's designed to not break. All right. What do you got? What are you rocking there case-wise, Steve? I don't know. Pixel <laughs> or Perker or well, I don't know. You got a Bixel Perker. That's a good kind. Spec? Speds? I don't know. You get a Bixel Perker. Is it a spec? Spec. I think the spec folks are listeners to Jordan Jesse Go. I have a spec and I love it. There you go. 6S One time plus they, they, the 6 they plus. Could, We couldn't get them to sponsor the show, but they did send us an enormous box of specs. Which, oh, shit. So we just had, I mean, how, Still many, have them? how many cases can you use at once? They were very nice cases. Don't get me wrong. You can only use one at a time. There's only like six people in our office, so what are we going to do with 35 uh, specs? I could do I could do a lot with specs phones for uh, iPhone 6 Plus. Specs Steve phones? Agee endorsed. First. For an iPhone 6 Plus? And who knows? Spec- people at Specs, they might be... s- think it's a Mythbuster rocking your phone <laughs> case. <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve Agee, uh, you're on uh, Twitter at Steve Agee. Yeah, yeah, at Steve Agee on all the uh, social media. Uh, you're starring in uh, hit motion picture uh, action comedy uh, horror film. Oh yeah, Amigo and Dead. Uh, out on v- June second. VOD June second. Yeah. Um, and uh, people can catch you regularly in your stand-up comedy entertainment uh, opportunities. Sure. When does it? When's this coming out? Monday. Oh well, then I'll be at uh, the Improv with Brian Posehn on Friday. The Improv in Los Angeles. Hollywood Improv. Yeah. 
Hollywood Improv with the great Brian Posehn. It's Brian Posehn and Friends, and I'm one of them. And uh, there's another one who he's not naming who's really good friends with Brian and I who uh, we worked with mm. a number of years ago. <laughs> so there, let that be a, a, a something. I don't know. <laughs> Can Check, we please. It's Jay Johnston, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> The comedy of Jay Johnston. <laughs> I would a, love to see the comedy. This of is a stand-up comedy show that's called Six Four and Over. <laughs> that was a tall uh, cast. Tall men, huge men. Oh man, can I tell you something? You know that you know what a GIF is? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a type of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's uh, delicious. An internet file. It's sometimes animated. Mm-hmm. Just the other day, I thought to myself, you know what? I bet there's a GIF of if I search on Tumblr or whatever. Choo Choo the Herky Jerky Dancer. Oh, <laughs> you know for sure. For, that. for sure. I searched for Choo Choo the Herky Jerky Dancer and I was delighted by the results. Yeah, I, I've, uh, I had a friend who was, uh, after we went to see the live Mr. Show taping, was sending me, just, just texting me Mr. Show GIFs. I was really pleased how many there were out there. It seems to me to be, oh, this was before the GIF generation. But Are no. there any of Karen Kilgariff going, oh, you men? Uh, that was basically the first one I got. Oh, great. Because that's the only other men. one. That's yeah. the one other one that I want. Choo-choo the herky-jerky dancer. I want one of David Cross with the little Appalachian stick dancer guy. <laughs> the knee dancing stick yeah. guy. Colin Marshall on the boards this week, filling in for the great Sonny D, Brian Fernandez, who is off to London, Ooh. writing on uh, entertainment television's The Royals. Ooh, nice. Yeah, London, England. So congratulations mm. to Brian for that. He'll, he's still cutting the show. He's still editing the show. Cheers to you, man. Listening to the listening to the calls, you know. So if you call in, you're still talking to Sunny D via a weird message machine service based in Seattle uh, that also accepts faxes. Uh, really? <laughs> this I swear to God, the company that we thing. use to for the voicemail has been the same since we started Jordan Jesse Go. Their website was outdated in 2009 or wow. eight or seven or whenever we started Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah, and it is still the same. It is they have a literal 1998 website. <laughs> oh my God, K7.net, if I remember correctly. Um, so thanks to Colin Marshall as well as the great Brian Sunny Fernandez. Sonny D. Fernandez. Those Summer Boy t-shirts this week only. Get them. MaxFunStore.com. While you're there, you can get yourself another Jordan Jesse Go shirt. A full, full short. short. Get yourself a full short shirt, whatever. Um, and uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm going to post that picture up on the Reddit group, uh, Alternate Universe Jesse and Jordan. Um, and uh, that's it. MaximumFun.reddit.com. You can check out the forum at forum.maximumfun.org. Facebook. Things are popping in the Facebook Maximum Fun group. Hey, how about this? Start an episode thread for this episode of Jordan Jesse Go. Talk about what's going on in that Facebook group. Mm. We're going to love that. People are going to fucking love it, man. They're going to fucking dig it. Dude, you want seriously, if you're out there and you want to send us a t-shirt design for We Are The Boat Factory. Uh, let's I'm see s- it. I, I want to see these. Let's see it. I want to see what see you it. can come up mm-hmm. with. If we make a shirt, you'll get some guap. We'll guap you up. Guap. Yeah, we'll get you some, some guap. We'll get you some guano. <laughs> yeah, salt and sea style. <laughs> salt and sea bat guano. Yeah, it's poison country out here, folks. It's <laughs> the worst. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.